When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brad Foe joins us now on the Harbor One Hotline. Hi, Rob. All right. Let's go. Rob, did you, would you run into somebody at lunch and um, you said, hey, uh, I'm, I, I want to be, uh, I'm not on the show anymore. Greg never has me on the show. I was like, what? I, I was, I get, I said, get Brad Foe immediately. Oh, <laughs> somebody at lunch the other day said, hey, I haven't heard you on the show lately. I said, well, wait till March. I mean, it's no big deal. It's, okay. It's, but yeah, Jeez, well, I mean, wow, I, the power, the power of the people. Yeah, I guess. well, I well, listen to the, I listen to the people. They're the bread and butter over here. And the, the Twitch chat was like, Bradfo, get Bradfo. <laughs> so well, my, my, my brand has never been hotter. Uh, you know that. Okay, so, um. But, I mean, listen, uh, it is interesting, and we talked about it, uh, I think, during the 6 o'clock hour uh, a little bit. But um, so Sox endeavors are $100 million apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I, This is not trending well. All the chaos of earlier in the week where uh, how much do they talk to Devers? What do they make an offer to Devers? Who, what kind of birthday cake did they bring Devers? All of that, it, it's, it's, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make it. Of course they're going to make offers to Devers. Of course the offer is going to be more than it was. There's no question about that. But it, this comes back to exactly what we've talked about with the offseason with the Red Sox. You have the money to spend. Are you going to be willing to get uncomfortable in spending it? And I'm sorry, when you have a player like Devers who has all the leverage, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. And, and going off these reports, it doesn't seem like they're willing to get that uncomfortable. So, uh, Bradford, are they willing to lose Devers like they lost um, uh, uh, Mookie, Mookie Betts? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's it's a whole different conversation in terms of how much ownership's going to get involved, how much they'll just say, hey, Haim, go get the job done, whatever you think. And, and Haim said this on the podcast, which is, we were not in, in the same position when Mookie's contract came around. We didn't have the farm system. We didn't have the support system. So we couldn't offer him the three and a half, four million, $400 million that it was going to take to get him signed. We're in a different spot now. We have a better farm system. We're in position, so forth and so on. But at the same time, when Mookie left, you still had Bogarts. You still had Devers. You still had all these other guys. We've talked about this a million times, guys. Devers leaves. Well, what, what, what shirts are the kids going to wear? You know, Bogart's leaves, same sort of thing. And you might say that's a minor thing, mm-hmm. but business factors into this. I mean, it just does. So you can say we're going to take Devers' money and split it up all over the place. Well, you're going to be splitting up all over the place with, with a crowd that, you know, is half full. Well, one thing that the crowd would get really excited about is if they got Aaron Judge. Do yes. you think he goes back to New York? Does he go elsewhere? And if he goes elsewhere, do the Red Sox go for him? No, I think he goes back to New York, and I don't think the Red Sox go for him. I mean, maybe you might hear that they they showed interest in him or something, but he's going to have an insane, insane contract. I mean, Otani's going to have the biggest contract. Judges will end up as the second most, the biggest one. But it comes back to, you know, I'm glad you brought this up because whether it's Devers or Judge or whoever – 
that you have to have a guy, I think, that you feel like, all right, you're not only paying for the production, but you're paying for the guy. This is the Bryce Harper stuff, right? Bryce Harper is now a hero. Bryce Harper it was signed not only to be the hero, to be the guy, but he was signed because he's Bryce Harper. He's the face of the franchise. Raphael Devers, at 26 years old, is trying to be that way. And, and if it's not him, you better find someone else. I just don't think it's going to be Aaron Judge. We were talking earlier about, the, you know, Devers wants 10 years. Um, and that, you know, I guess theoretically that was the issue when it came to the Mookie decision. I, does does it really matter, though? Like, I mean, I, you know, I, Wick Grosbeck was on this show a couple weeks ago or last week, whatever it was, talking about how you, who cares about the tax? You spend the money. Like, <laughs> I, like somebody's going to give him three years uh, or th- 10 years, $300 million. So right. why not here? Yeah, and, and I don't – first of all, I don't understand why they wouldn't. I mean, Manny Machado made, signed that exact contract, 10 years, $300 million at the same age, and you can say, well, he's a better fielder or whatever, but Devers is a, is, a, is a preeminent player. By the way, he knows that, and that's why he's hanging on to whatever demands he's hanging on to. But I agree. And, and God, isn't this the perfect example? We're sitting here with Dave Dombrowski in, in the World Series. Yeah. And, and he is the, the perfect example of what you're talking about, Greg, which is we like the player. We know that we're going to have to overpay for him. We know that it might get uncomfortable a little bit later down in the contract, but we want to get him. And that's what he does. That's what he did with Kyle Schwarber. That's what he did with the Red Sox. And that's what I think you have to do when you get to this point with a guy like Devers. But doesn't it like, you know, doesn't it alienate players? I mean, you brought up Aaron Judge, right? Isn't it, it doesn't it alienate a player of his caliber the same with Devers when you lowball him so much and you kind of put him in like the Mookie category where then maybe once you finally give him a deal that's worth it he goes you you know what I'm not gonna come back because of the way things started. I think Wiggy, I think it just comes back. You, you like to think that you like to think, and, and, and Judge is stung by the booze, and mm-hmm. Endeavors is stung by the offer, and, and same with Bogarts. I think it, at the end of the day, it all comes back to when you sign the deal, when you agree to the deal. Do you feel like it's the best deal? Are you getting the most money, or are you getting close to the most money? I mean, when Rafael, if they came in with Rafael Devers and they said, "All right, you know, here's three hundred million for ten years," like you know he's reportedly asking for. He'd be like, okay, I don't mind what you offered me before as long as we landed at the right place. Same thing with Bogarts. I mean, Bogarts was stung by those offers. Right, but but what if there's another team that goes, all right, Devers, here's 10 years. We're going to give you 300. Right, but I don't think think that, like, Bogarts, both these guys, they're – they are in the catbird seat when it comes to the leverage. They have, they are, Bogarts has almost reached free agency. Once you reach free agency, you're going to have one of those teams that you're talking about. They're going to make an offer that the Red Sox aren't. And then we'll see how much exactly like the whole, like, oh, I love it here. And I want to stay here forever, even though it's $50 million less. We'll see how much that plays into it. But, you know, I, I did, I think that you're right. I mean, once you get the free agency, and, and by the way, they see that there's life outside the 617 area code, then 
then they're going to take the offer. I mean, we, this is one of the things with John Lester, what happened with him, where he just wanted to stay. If they just made him a reasonable offer, he would have stayed. But then he goes to Oakland, and he says, oh, this isn't so bad. You know, the world isn't flat. I, I, can, I can actually function somewhere else. And sure enough, the Chicago Cubs come in. They make him the offer. And he said to me, he said, listen, if I don't go to Oakland and I don't see the other side of things – then I never sign with the Cubs because all I know is Boston. Well, I think once these guys get to free agency, they're going to be taking these visits and they're going to say, hey, this isn't so bad making all this money somewhere else. Right. But Rob, Heim has to be hearing the noise outside because once the World Series was set, he was trending on Twitter. Everybody's pissed. They're, they're bringing up Dombrowski. They're bringing up Schwarbs. They're bringing up Christian Vazquez. He's getting destroyed on the internet every single day. You don't think that he's going to maybe change his methods this off season to give the fans what they want? No, I think that, so I think he's been getting destroyed since September. You know, well, yeah. when he was, he was, it was great of him to sit down with me. And I thought that, you know, some of the stuff that he said was pretty telling in terms of really sort of digging in on we're in a good spot to sign Devers. We value Bogarts as a 30-year-old We because of everything he does off the field. Normally, if a 30-year-old going to free agency, we'd be getting off the bus with a guy like that. So I, I think that the narrative is slowly changing. But, Courtney, the, here's the thing. Is that when it comes down to it, I think that he still has his root philosophy. But the most interesting part of this is how much ownership is going to come in and say, listen, God, listen, Heim, I understand you're going to set your value for the Matt Stroms of the world. But when it comes to Devers and Bogarts, we got to win this battle because we cannot afford to lose that guy. That's where it's going to be interesting. And that's where it has been, will have been different from what it was. Rob, I will say this. Baseball isn't boring, but, yes. it, but it was under Ron Renneke. I know you just spoke, <laughs> you just spoke with Alex Cora, yeah. and I found his final season uh, conversation with Marloni Fourier and Mago to be fascinating. How he brought up how he's got young kids now, and he's got to go and see them now with the offseason, and that he wants to win and wants to be part of a team that's competing every year. Obviously, this team was not. Where does the dynamic sit today with Bloom and Alex Cora, and is that something we should be focused on this offseason? No, I think it's I, – I, first of all, I think it's okay, but the, what you should be focused on this offseason, it's, it's like, well, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do, Haim? Because as you know, Chris – Cora wants to win. Every manager, this isn't like, hey, give me Marcelo Meyer three years down the road. No, I want to win now. I'm a manager. I don't want to go through what I went through this past year or in 2019. So he's going to have to find out when when we get through this offseason where they've been crowing about how much money they have to spend and they're going to spend all this money, we'll see where it lands in terms of what he has for a, a major league baseball team. And that's where you're going to define what the relationship is because if they have a crappy team that he doesn't that he has to play, guys like Christian Arroyo, whoever in right field, or you know, uh, Abraham Almonte in center field, then yeah, he's going to be pissed. But like we'll, we'll loop back in March. I almost thought that his comments about his kids, Rob, were about his daughter who's at BC. I'm pretty sure she's a sophomore right now. So in my mind, I think two years from now, that's when we're going to have to stop start worrying about Cora. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that I, I think that with with Cora, it's I, I don't know how long he's going to manage. I do think that he wants to be a general manager someday. 
I do think he liked that dynamic. He was a GM of the Puerto Rican WBC team. And so I do think that he liked that, that, that whole thing. Um, is that going to happen anytime soon? I don't know. Is that going to happen to your point in two years when his daughter graduates from BC? I don't know. I think, a lot, to be honest with you, a lot of that depends on how hard it is here. It comes back to if you're a major league manager, you, you, want, you, want, the, you want the guys that you can win with. And in Boston, you should have the guys that you win with. That's what Alex Cora signed up for, and that's what everybody expects around here. But when, when, let's say today they went to John Henry, or Alex went to John Henry and said, I want to be GM. It's either me or Haim. Who wins that battle? Ah, uh, well, <laughs> I think that probably they, they dig in on Haim. Wow. I mean, yeah, and, and I'm not, first of all, that'll never happen. That's. As in the words of the great Bill Belichick, I don't deal in hypotheticals, Chris. Well, you know, I'm just on. trying to wish it into you know. an existence. <laughs> yes, but but but, uh, but you know, I think that they they have a system. This is what it comes back to the Heim Bloom scenario, where I don't think this is any different than Dave Dombrowski. They said to Dave Dombrowski when they hired him, "You make the baseball decisions," because before it was this convoluted thing with Larry Lucchino and the ownership and Ben Sherrington. You make the baseball decisions. Well, they let him make the baseball decisions until they didn't like the baseball decisions, and then they fired him. So with Heim Bloom, it's the same deal. You make the baseball decisions until maybe business really goes down the tubes or we don't win or we finish in last place multiple years. So I think that they're dug in on this dynamic. But, you know, I, I think that if you ask ownership, I mean, this is going to answer your question. I think that they like each pretty much equally because each like have proven that they can do their respective job pretty well. All right, Bradford, when it comes to a new deal, it would appear that the Red Sox and Rafael Devers are about a John Henry Yacht apart. I would say. Not oh, very man. green. How much uh, do one of those go for, Greg? And don't, pre- and pre- don't pretend like you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing about 100. You probably yeah. get a nice one for 100 million. Yeah, there you go. Right? Yeah, you probably get, uh, I would say. I mean, yeah, probably get a 120 footer for that. Bradford, have a great Are you dressing up for Halloween? Yes, I'm dressing up in, in all baseballs and boring garb. Yeah, yeah, there you go. As Ron Renneke. I said, I noticed. I noticed Anderson is in a Halloween costume. Is today like? Isn't Halloween Monday? Yeah. Well, Gresham keeps special, so they okay. get to celebrate it. Today. Oh, they're doing it today. Yeah. Yep. Okay. How, how do you how do you drop us up as Blink One Eighty Two? A lot of tattoos. Not. All right, yeah. uh, Bradford. We'll talk to you soon. Thank all right, you. See and you guys. Thanks. We will. Uh,